Welcome to the Minute Church Podcast. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Today we're continuing our series, God With Us. Today's sermon is entitled, Christmas. We're going to look at some conversations that God and Jesus may have had before he came to earth. We're also going to look at some conversations that maybe Joseph and Mary had. So sit back, relax, enjoy the podcast starting right now. But God with us, God with us, Christmas. I mean, Christmas is an incredible time. It's an awesome time to be able to celebrate the birth of Jesus and uh, honor all that he's done for us. Y'all got to give me a second. Hopefully, Fernando will be back next week. Y'all, they've been sick. Y'all, and his voice and stuff, he's still coughing and stuff like that. So I'm like, man, take, take a week off still. I want you to continue to heal. So y'all continue to pray for him. But hopefully he'll be back next week. <laughs> as much as I like doing that, but he's killing me. <laughs> Y'all like his worship songs? Excitements. <laughs> we're going to look at Matthew chapter 1, 18 through 23. It says, this is how Jesus the Messiah was born. Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother, Mary, was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit. Now, we talked about a little bit of this on Friday uh, night, and so and I told you guys I could preach a sermon off that. Well, we're going to preach a sermon off of this. So, so y'all listen. So, so the angel came up to Mary. It's like, hey, you've been favored by God. Mary had pretty much done kind of no wrong in her life. She's, she's like almost like the perfect woman. Men say amen, the perfect woman. Everybody, amen. <laughs> Robbie, you got to help me out, man. I need eight men corners. So, so listen. So, so she seen favor. God seen favor in Mary. He went to Mary, sent, sent Gabriel the archangel, come down. It's like, Mary, listen, you've been favored by God. And listen, you're going to have the Messiah. The Holy Spirit's going to put a baby inside you. And you're going to give birth to a son. And you're going to name him Jesus. Call him Emmanuel. And, and, and so, and so, so again, she was to be wed and be married to Joseph. Now, let's think about this. Again, it's 2021. First thing that I'm sure that Joseph would have been is in 2021. Think about this. Think about this, women. You come in, you tell your man that you're getting ready to marry your fiance. You go up to him, you're like, hey, bud, listen. Uh, uh, I got some, t- I got to tell you something. I'm sure she was, I'm sure when, when Mary had to go to Joseph and tell him, I'm sure she was kind of like, oh, snap, how am I going to tell him this? I, I know. See, back in that time, back in that day, you know, back in the day, I say back in the day, I love my grandparents said that, back in my day, <laughs> back in their day, this was frowned upon. It was, it was, it was very, very uh, um, uh, looked down upon, frowned upon, whatever word you want to pond on it. It wasn't a good thing to have a child outside of wedlock. And, 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 so, and so in 2021, that's, the, that's a normal thing now. And, 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 you know, not knocking anybody that may, may happen to, but, but the process is, you know, that we, like we tell our girls, is, hey, find you a nice loving man that loves you. Then you get married, then you have babies. And, and that's how it works. Yeah, supposed to. And, and, so, and that's how it worked back in the day. You had to get married, and you had to have, then you got, you know, then you had babies, and then you had to live happy ever after. And so I'm thinking Mary here is thinking, oh, gosh, i got to go tell my man that I'm pregnant. <laughs> God, give me strength. Now, y'all just picture with me, 2021, going to your man, and you got to tell him this news. 
What you gonna say? <laughs> what you gonna think about it? What you gonna say? Oh, y'all already, man. I, some of you gonna beat around the bush. Some of you just gonna go a long way around to tell this, and some of you just gonna write. Oh, we're just gonna tell you, I'm pregnant. <laughs> and I think she just went to Joseph and like, Joseph, listen, listen. I, I'm pregnant. And I'm sure the natural reaction of Joseph was to be angry. Mary, how could you? Mary, what did you do? I mean, I think our spouses would probably be the same way. Probably got a little angry, threw some, uh, back in that day, pottery and clay and flipped the wooden tables over. I'm sure he was angry, <laughs> tearing up stuff. This is my favorite Valentine's gift you got for me. Boom! I'm mad. Got his cup of drink, throwing it. I'm sure he's upset. Mary, how could you? Sure, he was angry. Man, a child and children are precious. The birth of a child is one of the most amazing things that you can experience. Even for us guys that have got to experience our spouses and our significant others give birth to a child, that's pretty, that's, one of, that's crazy, it's amazing. Been in healthcare, I've had the opportunity to uh, see children be born. It's an amazing thing. An amazing thing, they ain't even mine. It's amazing. So this should have been a time of celebration, but, but for them it was a time of, man, this ain't so good. So I'm sure jo- Joseph was mad. It says, Joseph, to whom she was engaged to, was a righteous man, and he did not want to be disgraced. He didn't want to disgrace her in public. Because, again, this was a bad thing. This was bad back in the day. Back in their day, it was as bad. So he decided... To break the engagement quietly. It's in verse 19 there in, in Matthew 1. He decided he was going to do it. He wasn't going to do it publicly. He wasn't going to get on Facebook and be like, man, you ain't going to be what Mary done to me. <laughs> blast him. Anybody ever blast somebody on Facebook or social media? It's okay. You don't have to raise your hands. I have. Uh, but there's been time, man, I caught you straight up called them out. <laughs> this loser, she went, she cheating. <laughs> Oh, thank you, God. <laughs> now, verse 20 here. So he decided in his mind, he already put it in his mind that, that he was, man, Mary done screwed up. She done messed up. She over here sleeping around with some other man. No, when we getting ready to get married, mm-mm, I'm done with her. And number, verse 20 here. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Appeared to him. And he said, Joseph, son of David, the angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For the children, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit. Now, now think about this again with me for a second. Let's just be real. <laughs> Joseph probably thinking, man, what did I eat for dinner last night? I had bell peppers in here. Now I'm up all night and I'm having these weird dreams. You know, I married a shacked up with some other man. Now this, this mug, I'm you know, having this dream about the Holy Spirit. And he's saying, you got to marry her anyway because it's the son of God and it's the son of man. So check it out, check it out, check it out. It's conceived by the Holy Spirit. And she will have a son and you are to name him Jesus or he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message that had been prophesied so the prophecy had been made. It's made back in Isaiah. We'll, we'll get that to another time. But, but, but the prophecy was made that a child was going to come that was going to save the world. 
and it was going to be named Jesus. So, so, so the Holy Spirit said, hey, this is the chosen one. I, I like Star Wars, and, and it's one of my favorite movies, and, and, and I, I love when, when they find Anakin, and, and you know, they're, they're doing tests, and they're like, man, he's the chosen one. He's the chosen one. And if you've watched the series any, and, and I don't get those spoiler alerts for you ones that don't, that, that never seen it, but if you haven't, shame on you. Come, come hang out with me for a few days. We'll watch all of them in order. <laughs> but it gets to the third episode, and it gets to the latter part of the third episode, and Anakin had made some bad decisions in his Jedi walk. And he changed to the dark side. And Obi-Wan Kenobi, and then the fi- and that one final scene there was like, you were the chosen one. You were chosen. We've all been chosen by God, and that's what's amazing. Is God's gifted us with great talents, with great abilities, with different things and different attributes that are great. Some of us can get up here and fake it until we make it on the keyboard and hope to God that nobody knows that he's not trying to lip sing. <laughs> Toss told me not to sing last night, and she's like, I'm going to be singing up here. <laughs> I tried my best. <laughs> Fernando, come back quick. <laughs> Next week, next week. <laughs> but listen, listen, listen. But we all have abilities. Some's to get up here and talk. Some's to do worship, lead worship. Lead us into the presence of God. Some of us is holding the door for somebody. Somebody's just being, being there, being a neighbor to sit beside somebody. Hey, man, I just want to sit here with you. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Be in comfort. We all have a story and it's worth telling. Because guess what? Guess what? Here, here, and this, I mean, y'all think about this. Joseph had a story to tell. Now, later on, after everything kind of fell into place, he had a story to tell. Man, listen, back in my day, <laughs> you won't believe what this woman done to me. <laughs> but the prophecy was being fulfilled. Verse 23, it says, Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. God with us. Man, it's exciting to know that God is still with us. Y'all, it's no accident that I found this last song that we just sang. I heard it for the very first time. What day was I? Friday? Friday. Friday's the first time I ever heard that song. And we're going to put it on the set list. Because it's so amazing to know that he's the same God that was here yesterday that he is today and he'll be here tomorrow. You know, he's still with us. And just like God's great dance where no matter how far we run, no matter how far, far we go, he's still right there with us. No matter how bad mistakes we make, no matter how bad other people think our mistakes are, God's still with us. Pastor Michael, do you mean that, that, that you know, you made that Eminem reference earlier. Do you mean that God still loves Eminem and all the bad things he's done? Yes, God still loves Eminem. God still loves Adolf Hitler and the bad things that he done. And if all Adolf Hitler would have had to do was call out the name of Jesus and he would have been saved. Pastor Michael, you're insane. I've been told this. But the power of God's love is, can so overcome and he can get into the enemy's camp and start changing people's lives. And I believe, now, now, now y'all, 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 just hold on campus, listen, 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 listen. Adolf Hitler's a bad guy, he's a bad dude, he did a lot of bad things, but all he had to do, and I'm not, I'm not putting him on a pedestal, but y'all listen, 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 but God still loved him. Why do bad things happen to good people? I have no idea, but he's preparing for your biggest blessing yet, but listen, but God still loves you, I mean, the bad things that you do. Now, don't go out and freely sin. Don't be doing that now, y'all good with that? Don't be going out just freely doing bad things, because that's not what God wants you to do. But if you stumble, you fall. God still loves you. 
All right, y'all check this out. Let y'all do that. So, so, so we looked at we looked at the perspective of of Joseph there, and the conversations I'm sure that they had after that. That might, that's a, that's a lot of trust going on there. Okay, Holy Spirit, I've had this dream. I thought, yeah, y'all just picture this with me. I'm just, let's just be honest. Let's be real. Let's just be real. Y'all know that Joseph's probably sitting there those first trouble years of Jesus' life thinking, is this kid really mine? Is this really the Holy Spirit? So, did she cheat on me? But even in those times, I'm sure that God was saying, hey, I'm with you. Is this the prophecy that's fulfilling that I've called Emmanuel here? He's going to save a great nation. I'm sure those conversations that they had could have been tough. But listen, I think, I think maybe Joseph had to have some conversations with Jesus in those times as he was growing up and say, hey, listen, you know what you've been called to do. But I just want to share something with you. You ain't going to get as much airtime as Mary is. On Christmas, all you're going to hear about is how Mary got on the donkey. They had to go to the inn, how she had to birth this child. You ain't going to get as much. Listen, listen, Jesus, you ain't going to get as much airtime as she is. You got that? Because you can't have the story without Mary, right? I'm your stepdaddy here, Jesus. I'm your daddy. I'm going to teach you how to build things. I'm going to be a good role model in your life. Your step-parents, thank you for what you do for the individuals and your other, your extended family there. Still teach them and love them as your own. But y'all, y'all check it out, check it out. So I, I, I want to I think about something. The conversation in heaven before Jesus came to earth. What was that conversation like? <laughs> All right, Jesus, listen. You had to go to earth. And listen, the Holy Spirit's gonna He's gonna put you in Mary's belly. And now what I want you to do is I want you to give Mary heartburn. I want her to crave pickles. I want her to eat ice cream at two o'clock in the morning. I want her to be an emotional wreck. But but Jesus, I want you this is what's gonna happen. <laughs> you can go down there and now listen. But when you go, you're gonna be born. And not only are you gonna be born, but you're gonna be in the worst possible place ever. Because what's going to happen is, is we're going to set it up to where people are going to be hunting you to try to kill you even before you were born. See, see, did you guys know that before Jesus was even born, he was already hated? I don't know if y'all guys know that or not. That's why they did the, the census. Because they had heard this prophecy that the child was coming, that the chosen one was coming. We got to get ahead of it. That's what they were thinking in their brain, and so they say, "Hey, okay, we got to, we got to, we're going to send everybody back. We're going to send them back to their homes. We're going to get a census. We're going to know how many people are in these households. And then what's going to happen is, 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 is now we're going to kill off the first sons, and so, and so that way we, we're going to get them. We're going to take him out. Jesus was already hated before he was even born, because." The enemy knew the value of the birth of Christ because if the prophecy was filled, then he knew he was in some trouble. He knew that he couldn't run rabbit through the towns and the cities. He wouldn't be able to 
take full control and have the power that he wanted. Well, this is about to get a lot interesting. <laughs> All right. I have my notes didn't print. Okay. See, he knew that the power that he had can move mountains. Just like that song said, just the mention of his name. Just the mention of it. I, I love that. That song trembled. And, and, and the song, it talks about how, how just the mention of his name, the storms and the skies begin to tremble. They begin to shake. And it's great to know that all we have to do is call out the name of Jesus. And, and, and you know, we look at it, and, and I'm sure, again, these conversations that, that, that Jesus was having with God up there, and like, hey, you're coming to the earth, and, and he was already hated. They're going to hate me. He's going to be born in these unideal conditions. Because you guys know as the story goes along with Mary, they couldn't, they were going down there. Everybody was trying to go to the same place at the same time. There wasn't no room. Couldn't call ahead. Couldn't book it on uh, bookmyflight.com. I don't know if it was, I don't know. Don't go to it. She couldn't, she couldn't just call ahead, so they get there, and they're trying to find somewhere to go. And they end up getting to this one place, and I'm sure, like I talked about on Friday, they played the, hey, she's pregnant, she's getting ready to have a child, and it was coming, the baby was coming. And you ladies know, once it's time, it's time. Once she's in the shoot, it's gone, it's done. I mean, it's time to go. <laughs> it's go time, and that's what Mary was saying. The baby's coming, Joseph. We got to find somewhere. And they, get, and they finally found somewhere. Hey, I got a stable out back you guys can go into, and, and this is where you're going to be going. This is where Jesus would ultimately be born. And I'm sure God had that conversation. Listen, you're going to be born in the last place nobody would think possible. I mean, a king that was supposed to be the king of kings, the Lord of lords, was born in a nasty stable. I shared a little bit Friday night. I think maybe, and if you could convert it in today's time, it would be like going out to where the dumpsters was at like the Holiday Inn Express. Hey, I don't have no rooms in here. Nobody else has rooms, but out by the trash can, there's something, there's a little stable out there. There's a little box out there you guys can hut up in. And, 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 I, and, and Jesus, I'm sure, was like, man, I'm supposed to be the savior of the world, and you're going to send. They're already trying to kill me. Man, this ain't good idea of predicting for me. I'm going, they're trying to kill me beforehand. Now I got go, to go over here with the sheep and the cows. Nastiness. I'm sure they would, nah, not the greatest conditions. Anybody ever been to a stable? Not the greatest smelling place to be. Animals live there. And I'm sure that as Jesus and God were sitting there continued to have their conversation, not only are you going to be born and hated before you're born, but you're going to have to die for all humanity. Now, <laughs> y'all think about this. <laughs> Jesus comes, or you got, your, your father, your dad comes to you right now, and he's like, hey, listen, <laughs> listen, all of you, anybody, you're going to have to die for the world. You're going to have to die for the world. How many of you going to say, all right, sign me up. Anybody, anybody, anybody want to volunteer to do that? Anybody? Online campus, y'all want to volunteer to do it? I'll let you sign up. I mean, and Jesus there had to make a decision. You mean to tell me I'm going to have to go to this world where I'm already hated and then die? For the people, because you love them that much, you mean you mean I'm still 
after all that, I do it, I'll go, but I'm still going to be hated after that? I don't know about you guys, but I love knowing that Jesus came to this earth as a baby. And I'm glad that, that, that he wasn't born in the most ideal conditions. I'm one of these people, I don't ever forget where I come from. I always remember where I, where I started. I'm not too good to do anything. So I tell you guys, that I tell our leadership team, it's too good to clean toilet, can't be on my leadership team. Because, because, because I'm not too good to go in there and scrub a toilet. It's part of ministry. Plus, I want you all to have a good clean toilet to sit on too. <laughs> but Jesus was still hated. And I love knowing that he came to, the, to earth as the baby in the manger, not forgetting where he come from, loved on people. Get tired of all these people around saying, why do you go out and you do the things you do, Pastor Michael? Why do you hang out with that group of people? Why do you do and talk about relevant stuff like Eminem and Hitler and all these people? Why do you do that? That's not pastor-like. I don't care what you think because I'm going to do what it takes to reach people because God sent with the sinners just as much as he sent with the righteous people. Because you're going to preach a louder message by saying, hey, I love you for who you are and letting God restore the brokenness in your life than I ever will to shove God down your throat. Because I love people. And I'm ready to see God restore the brokenness in people's lives. I can't do nothing but preach God's word. Now, I ain't going to go around encouraging you to sin. And I'm not, I'm not going to be that guy, but I'm going to encourage you that God loves you. And God's going to sit there with you because God's with you. God endured pain, and Jesus endured pain on the cross. It tells us that, that when he was in the garden, when he was in the garden, that he began to pray and his sweat become like blood. He, but he was praying so hard. I can't imagine what that's like. I, can't, I, know, I know what it's like to work hard, and I know what it's like to sweat, and, and I know what it's like to, to be in pain. But Jesus sweated so hard and was praying so hard in the garden. Father, let this cup pass from me if it's not your will. That his blood became, or his sweat became like blood. See, Jesus knew that the friends that he had would be the ones that would betray him. He, he, said, he said, hey man, Peter, you're going to betray me before the rooster crows three times. See, Jesus knew this information. But guess what he did? He still sat with them at the table. He knew that, that, that Judas there was going to betray him with the kiss. When he got to the garden, he was going to kiss Jesus on the cheek. That's what he told the guards for 30 pieces of silver. Listen, Jesus still sat with him at the table because Jesus loves you that much. And that's how your pastor's going to be. I've sat at the table with people that would go on to betray me, but guess what? I still love them. I still pray for them. I still ask God to say, hey, be with them. Change their lives. And Jesus was hanging on the cross, and, and, and I, I'm sure while he was there, he, all this stuff come back to his memories. I'm sure that the devil and Satan was there still taunting him. Jesus, you can still save yourself. You still have time. Just call out the angels, Jesus. Let him save you. You can stop this at any time. But Jesus kept going through the pain and the suffering for me and you. This ain't no Christmas message I ever heard, but it's the message of love. The message of love because God's with us and God still loves us. See, Jesus, after he died, 
Everybody thought it was done. Everybody thought everything was done. Everything was over. In our life, sometimes it seems like things are over. But I want to remind you, when you feel like you're in those pits and you're in those valleys, like we talked about a couple weeks ago, and the storm's hitting you around from every corner, God's still with you. And God still loves you. And God's still helping you. Because at the cross, it looked like it was over. He died. Father, forgive them for they don't know what they do. They put him in the grave, and guys know the story goes on three days later. Jesus rises again, which is awesome, man. I love that, and he's alive and well today. But he spent 30 more days here on earth, 30 days here, hanging out, teaching the good news. And and, and what's cool about it, he says, he says, hey, I'm going to go to be with my father in heaven after 30 days. And everybody's like, okay, what are we going to do now? What now? You're leaving us. We're going to be all alone. He said, no, I'm going to send my Holy Spirit to stay with you. How ironic that the very Holy Spirit that was there with Mary is the same Holy Spirit that's with us today. And it says, yeah, check it out, check it out. John 14, 15 through 19. It said, if you love me, keep my commandment, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another uh, advocate to help you, and will be with you forever. The spirit of truth. That's good to know that he's with us every day and he's there forever. Forever and ever and ever. I gotta hurry. I gotta hurry. I'm almost done, guys. Matthew 28, 19 and 20 says, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you, and surely I am with you always. I am with you always to the very end of ages. See, God's with us even to the very end, to our very last breath that we take here on earth. God is still with us. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And I know Jesus is doing that very same thing today. That very same thing. He's right there. He's with us. He's with us every moment, every step, everything that we go through in this life. He's right there with us. And and sometimes our life doesn't seem like it's being fulfilled like we think it should be. Sometimes we try to fill the gaps in our heart with things that God never intended us to fill our hearts with. We oftentimes, when bad things are happening, we want to say, God, I thought you said you was gonna you were gonna be there. Where are you? God, I thought you said I wasn't gonna try to experience these things alone, but God said, I'm right there with you. See, the enemy wants to get in your head and he wants to tell you that, hey, God's not there. God's not gonna be there with you, but he's there with you. I promise you, he's there with you. The prophecy that my great-grandmother and my grandma had that their sons and their sons would preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, we never thought we would see the end of what they were talking about, but we're seeing the very things play out before our eyes today. Because their their sons and their sons are preaching the gospel today. Their sons in our kids' church, their sons' sons is standing right here before you, and my brother's been in ministry. But that's the prophecy because God spoke through the Holy Spirit that these things would happen. And I believe that great things are in store for you and your families too. You just got to trust God and God's going to be there with you.
Because if he's called you and he's spoken in your life, it'll come to pass. It may not be when we think it should, but it'll happen. But God still loves you forever and ever and always. Guys, we'll stand with me this morning. God, I just want to thank you so much for everything that you do in our lives, God. God, we just want to thank you for sending your son, Jesus, as an infant baby, God. God, that would grow up to save this world. God, save us from our sins. Save us from hell, God. God, we thank you for that. God, I just pray over everybody today to reassure them that you were with us. And God, I pray that, that if somebody doesn't know you today, that all they have to do is say the simple prayer. Dear God, I'm a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I know you sent your son, Jesus, down the cross for me so that I can live forever in paradise. God, when it gets hard, remind me that you're still with me every step of the way and that you love me no matter what mistakes I make. Thank you again for tuning into the Medic Church podcast. If you need prayer today, you can submit a prayer request by going to www.medicchurch.com forward slash pray. Submit a prayer request. Our team is standing by ready to believe that God's going to meet each and every need that is submitted. We can't wait to be with you next time as we give another life-giving message. We'll see you soon.